Good evening, Dolphins fans. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side with Cat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, as well as the finfanatic.com website and the fan sided network. Uh, what a weird game today. The Dolphins win 42 to 38. So anybody who had the over, you definitely won that. Um, and it, I, I have an ax to grind with NFL Sunday ticket because uh, starting, <laughs> I mean, it's one thing when your team is losing in the first half ball, but when your team is losing by three touchdowns, I'm even getting more upset. Uh, but when the Dolphins, and I'm not joking about this, when the Dolphins game came back on, it was third and 13, and the Dolphins were down 28 to seven, and they came back and won the football game. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa throws for 469 yards, six touchdowns. Um, he is on pace after two games. And of course, we're talking about a small sample size to throw for 6,282 yards. I mean, how much more of a, of, of a fulfilling win can you get than the one that the Dolphins brought today to get to 2-0? and Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I mean, on top of that, uh, you know, I know you just brought up that what Tua did, but Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, the first pair or an only pair of receivers in NFL history with I think 11 plus catches 150 plus yards and two touchdowns apiece on top of that the two of them Tyreek Hill is on like and this is not sustainable guys we're gonna we're gonna say that right here I I don't believe it is but Tyreek Hill is on pace for 161 receptions for 2,414 yards and 17 touchdowns Jalen Waddle's on pace for 127 receptions for 2,040 yards and 25 touchdowns. This is utter ridiculousness. People went from trying to trade two at halftime, which obviously going to happen, to literally say, you know, Lamar Jackson put out an MVP caliber day and Tua outshone him today. Good Lord. Yeah, and that's the big thing is Lamar Jackson answered the call from the Dolphins defense. 21 for 29, 318 yards, three touchdowns passing. Not a good day for the Dolphins defense, especially in the first three quarters. Uh, And also on the ground, nine carries for 119 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he had an ax to grind and he grinded it today. Um, And then with their back to the wall in, in a game, where the Dolphins have been outscored 78 to six in the last two games in Baltimore. Tua Tungavailoa comes back and brings the Dolphins back with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell to win the football game. Incredible. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and lost in the mix here was the Dolphins running, running backs average 5.25 yards a carry against the, the Ravens defense. Um, Mike Gesicki, Showed back up again in a big way, even though it was only four receptions. Um, Tua completed passes to a number of guys. And while the defense didn't have a great day, they had some pretty key stout stops in this one. They had that goal line stand early against Baltimore. 
they stopped him on fourth down, uh, fourth and short after stopping him on third and short. Uh, there, there were a lot of key moments for the defense, even though there were a lot of mistakes by the defense. And there were a lot of mistakes by everyone in the first half, but the defense also did help hold them in there one, after about halfway through the third quarter when that energy kicked up a little bit. Yeah, I, I thought the defense was caught off guard a lot, especially Landon Roberts, Brandon Jones, Cater Kohu, Melvin Ingram had three penalties. A lot of bad performances on defense. There's no getting around that, but let's celebrate. I mean, <laughs> I don't get happy about, you know, I, I, I like, I, I, no, I, I like to think I'm pretty level headed when it comes to the Dolphins. But when Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell have 11, Tyree Kill had 11 catches for 190 yards and two touchdowns, Jalen Waddell, 11 for 171, two touchdowns. This is not normal stuff at all. No, and it, it was funny too because uh, Tyreek's second touchdown, I remember seeing Miami go to that bunch trips formation to the right, and literally the entirety of the Ravens' secondary, except for the one corner on Tyreek Hill on the other side of the field, all came over to defend that bunch formation to the right. And, and I just looked up at the top of the field, saw Tyreek by himself, and immediately thought, good Lord, Tua better see this because, God, you can't cover Tyreek one-on-one, especially with, you know, sore legs, as we alluded to, with, with the Ravens secondary. And it, just, it was ridiculous on that play. And kudos also to Mike Isicki. I was really happy for him in this game because that, you know, the Dolphins are down 28-7, to seven, and that is a play – in the back of the end zone that only a six foot six tight end can make that can jump Mike, six feet in the air. Yep, I mean, and Mike Kosicki made it. And, and if he doesn't make it, you're talking about still the Ravens being up three scores. And, you know, it's, I'm not saying Kosicki is worth the money that he's being paid or anything like that, but I was really happy to see him make a couple of plays today. Today made him worth it. It absolutely did. If that, if that, if, if that's the bottom floor we see from Mike Kosicki in a game, and that's, you know, if he stays close to that every week, that's worth $10 million to me, especially with the attention it takes away from guys like Waddle, guys like Hill, guys like Cedric Wilson, guys like Sherfield and Craycraft, who I, I don't know if that was Craycraft's first touchdown or not, but good Lord. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, then, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's – Tua slung the ball to a lot of different dudes today. Man, I got to say, too, maybe I'm just in a good mood, but Alec Ingold. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. I love him. I love him. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about he he outperformed. If we're talking about fullback versus fullback, he outperformed Patrick Patrick Ricard today. Oh, I mean, that block downfield on Waddle's long reception the key first down where he took the snap under center uh you know just oh, so many little things from him that i loved in this game let's ah sorry so, and now things get fun from this point on because you're talking about next week it'd be we looked at these first four games realistically at the beginning of the season and said it's going to be tough to beat new england in week one Going down to Baltimore is going to be tough. It showed it was tough in the first half. And the Dolphins come back 
And uh, they were down three touchdowns, and they're the only touch. They're they're the only team over the last twelve years to come back in the third quarter or, or fourth quarter against a team and win after being down three touchdowns. I mean, it well, was a really hard game to win, before, and they before, won it. Before you move on from that, mm. as well. I, I didn't hear if you if you gave this statistic, and I want to show just how improbable that is. Since the last time somebody came back from down 21 points, which I believe was 2010 or 2011. The 2010, yeah. 711 times the team that was down 21 points lost a game. Wow. I mean, and they did it. And now you look at the next two games, Buffalo at home. You know, they're going to be an underdog. Buffalo's, in my opinion, still probably the best team in the league. And then you've got at uh, Cincinnati on Thursday night after that. I mean, Cincinnati loses today to Dallas. I mean, three and one. Cooper Rush. Is is not out of. I I didn't even see the game. I was so excited. And I had a couple other things to do. So uh, I've got to go back and watch that game. But um, I mean, you're, you're three and one is not out of the realm of possibility. No, no, not at all. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, let's let's see where we get to with Buffalo. I mean, it's going to be a big litmus test. It's going to be a big litmus test. But again, if if Tua comes out and slings six touchdowns in any game, we should be in it. I mean, time Greasy and Marino for the record for the Dolphins. Let's go. Yeah, and they're going to have uh, – they're not going to have Tredavious White in that game, their biggest cornerback. Uh, it's a well-coached team, and Buffalo still, in my opinion, is the best team in the league. But um, it's a winnable game. It really is. Hey, Dolphin316 just brought up in chat that Herbert has never had a 400-yard, six-touchdown game. He hasn't. He has not. And uh, Justin Herbert's going to have a – tough road ahead now because uh he has a uh hurt rib, rib cartilage and uh matt hasselbeck was talking about that the other day on espn and it the difference with a rib cartilage is you have to c- constantly contort your body and throw the ball as an nfl quarterback it's one thing to have uh a hurt rib but it's another thing to have rib cartilage where you're constantly in pain every single throw when you're a quarterback that throws the ball 630 to to 700 times a year. Yeah, no, so, it, it it's every motion, every breath hurts and it's a stabbing pain, not a, not necessarily a constant pain. So that's, that's an interesting one there. Yep. Chargers uh, always find their way to injure themselves to eight or nine wins. Uh, so let's, let's see if they do it again. It, it, Again, exciting where the Dolphins are here today. Um, so other factors in the game here. Um, opening kickoff, Devin Duvernay takes it untouched to the end zone. And I looked at that and I thought, how could you allow a Pro Bowl kick returner to take the ball to the house? That's something Danny Crossman has to answer for. But the Dolphins responded to that. Um, but that, that was way too easy, way too easy. 
Yeah, it was. And it looked like for some reason the coverage all a lot of the coverage broke to the left. And unfortunately, the Pro Bowl kick returner saw that there were a few lanes to the right. I mean, he raced untouched. Untouched. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it's you can't cover a kick if if you leave one side of the field a little barren. Sorry. Yep. With you on that. Um so let's get to our grades position by position here. Quarterback Tua. I'm going to throw it to you first. Uh, horrible first half, but 469 yards, six touchdowns. Come from behind victory from down 21 points, never losing his cool. Walking around the sideline like he needed that wheelbarrow that Tyreek talked about a couple weeks ago with Mc, or a week ago with McDaniel. I'm going to give two an A plus for this one, even though there were some issues early. I'm going to go with an A. I, I don't throw out A pluses as frequently as you do. Well, 469 yards and six touchdowns. You can delete the first half when that happens. Coming also, down 21. Also, Come on. If if he threw for 500 and six touchdowns and no interceptions, then I uh, would match you on the A plus, but. Uh, I love the game from Tua. I mean, this was a menacing game from this guy. And uh, even the two interceptions weren't all that bad. I mean, he was trying to fit the ball into tight spaces. So, yeah. I mean, 36 for 50, 469, six touchdowns, two interceptions. Absolutely. Running back. Um, What I appreciated with what the Dolphins did is they stuck with the running game and they did those inside zone toss plays throughout the game. And I really like that because they could have easily abandoned that and just had Tua just dropping back and on every single play. Um, and they didn't. And they ended the game from Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds, 16 carries for uh, 84 yards. Yep. So a healthy yard per carry. yards per carry. Yeah. Healthy yards per carry. I mean, so I, I thought, it, and also just having those two players out there, having Mostert and Edmonds out there with their speed uh, means that they're going to at least give the defense something to think about because of their speed. And so when you're averaging five yards a carry and you're also challenging the defense and having them think about something that, you know, is certainly something that from a matchup standpoint makes a lot of sense. Alec Ingold, I thought was fantastic in pass protection. Uh, and yeah, so overall running back, I'm going to go with, uh, with a B plus. Well, and you can add to that too, uh, the, the play, the play by Alec Ingold as well. Um, I mean, blocking downfield, like I alluded to earlier, um, you know, the, the fact that they also added six receptions for 50 plus yards uh, between the three of them and, you know, all the stats you mentioned, easily a B plus here. Um, they, they and, and the other one thing I wanted to bring up is Chase Edmonds on that last drive had a huge, huge, huge key run where he just saw the lane and went, which was unbelievable. Yep. Absolutely. Wide receiver, tight end, I'm going to throw it to you. 
wide receiver and tight end the only the only real complaint i have is the fact that and, and i'm going to go to durham smythe with this one it's a little bit of a ding but he was on the left side of the line and basically just allowed a free shot at Tua on that one sack uh they blitzed again on that same side from the outside and no one picked up again the next play and, and that looked like it was going to be something that really ruined the day as far as it went in the first half but beyond that i mean you know tyree gill and jalen waddle buoy this grade big time so does mike kosicki um you know river craycraft's first nfl touchdown trent sherfield getting in on the act like this was a fun day for the receivers and the tight ends including what i alluded to earlier with the fact that they're the only tandem at wide receiver in history with 11 plus catches, 150 plus yards and two touchdowns apiece. You've got six touchdowns between the wide receiving and tight end core. I've got to give a second A plus here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm giving them an A plus too, because nobody can do what these guys do. Tyreek Hill, 11 for 190, two touchdowns. And you also have the pedigree of being a four time pro bowler. Jalen Waddle, I thought had even a more impressive game than Tyreek Hill did because he caught passes in traffic. And, uh, you know, that he doesn't catch that 59 yard pass. Um, when the Dolphins are down seven to nothing, when the Dol- when Tua drops back in his own end zone, I'm not sure if the Dolphins get out of anything in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was a big key play uh the fact that he avoided runner or avoided defenders going down the sideline the fact that you know he read that block by Ingle that that sprung him for for more uh yep. i thought he ran tough today once he had the ball in his hands i thought tyreek ran tough today when he had the ball in his hands so i'm with you on that yeah and to me uh, everything i mean mike is sicky like like we talked about if i mean skying high and catching that pass as He's a six tight end, six tight end. That that. yeah he really yeah he, he really is and and that's not saying is he's a complete player but he made that catch and <laughs> there were special things that happened a plus uh offensive line greg little uh, i i have to go back and look at what happened here snap by snap in the game because I offensive line is a position that I jumped to conclusions on, but I, I saw an immediate upgrade at right tackle. Connor Williams was a beast inside. And you look at that uh, chase Edmonds run late in the game, that 26 yarder Robert hunt phenomenal inside. And I, I mean, you want to talk about a, just a gem, just a pro. Teron Armstead at the left tackle position. I mean, yeah. I've got to get I, for the pass protection and for the running game that opened up late in the game. I've got to give this offensive line an A minus. And it's probably the first A that I've given this offensive line in four years. I will give the offensive line an A here without the minus on it. Um, the one sack of Tua today came through Durham Smythe, not the offensive line. 
the running game averaged 5.25 yards a carry. They gave to a time left and right to really pick through his progressions. And I have no complaints when it comes to the offensive line. The stats are on point from, from Williams. Um, everybody along the offensive line did well. I mean, and, and I think it was on the short touchdown to Jalen Waddell where Liam Eichenberg pulled out there and just cleaned somebody the hell out to clear the pathway for Waddle to the end zone. And there's, I have zero complaints about the line today. It's, it's an A. I, I like what I saw between Connor Williams and Toronto Armstead uh, in the middle, but it, Liam Eikenberg between Armstead and, and Connor Williams. Absolutely. I mean, he, he looked like an improved player. So this offensive line seems like it's coming together on the defensive side of the ball. It's a little bit more ugly, but I, I still have confidence in this defense moving forward. The interior defensive line I like today and the biggest play was Christian Wilkins on the goal line when the Dolphins were up or, or down seven to nothing. I mean, it, it, when it's fourth and one on the goal line, on the one yard line, on the half inch line, and uh, and he takes a snap, Lamar Jackson takes a snap. There are so many different avenues that he could take. And Christian Wilkins just reached over and punched the ball out. Punched the ball out. What a play on that. And, and then after that, Tua connects with Jalen Waddle for 60 yards. And that changed the game at that point. So that's a big play. Zach Sealer also gets some revenge on his team, on his old team from the Ravens, the team that drafted him. Raekwon Davis had an okay game. Um, but it really depends on what we're talking about as far as the defensive line, because Jalen Phillips was okay. Um, Melvin Ingram had a really bad game on the edge. Um, but he did have so, some key plays. He really did. Like in the second he, half, there were a couple of key plays where Melvin got through and, and, and did a few things. Yeah. So, so let's take this as the front seven. Okay. Yep. Um, for the front seven, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them a C because, uh, you know, Christian Wilkins had a, had a good game. I mean, I obviously had some big time plays, but when he, at the end of the day, when, when you look at what Lamar Jackson was able to do and there was not a lot of pressure, I can't give them any higher than a C. And, 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 and that C's fair. Um, what I will say too, and, and you alluded to uh, Zach Sealer. Zach Sealer had one of the other key critical plays for the defense in this game. When he stuffed Lamar Jackson, when Lamar had that first down as a gimme, and if it was anybody else, he probably would have gotten there. And Zach Sealer did not have the right positioning for the leverage we wanted to see. Um, but he managed to get a hold of him, flip his hips a little bit, and muscle him back and, and keep him from getting that first down, which kept Miami in that game there. Uh, Jalen Phillips would have had the only sack of the day had he not been held, uh, which they did call on the play, 
when he was scot-free past the edge uh and and almost to Lamar and yeah, yeah we didn't see a lot of pressure from from the Dolphins defensive line today from their front seven but at the same time they they were flushing Lamar a little bit and again it, it's you look at what the Ravens started doing where they were bringing Daniel Falele in to to try to slow people down coming off the edge they were bringing in linemen to try to slow people down coming off the edge and they were giving up receivers to try to prevent the Dolphins pass rush. Yeah. And I want to make a, a point here too, because uh, uh, John in the chat made this uh, Landon Roberts, I thought was embarrassing today. Embarrassing. He was a bad football player all around. Mostly. And I, what, 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 what play did he make though? He, I mean, had two, I, he had at least two plays where he knifed through and stopped it on third and short one play. Uh, and then there was another short yardage situation where he knifed through and made the play. All right. I, I, I have to look at that more closely. Um, that play that, uh, that Rashad Bateman touchdown, of course, he's not Landon Roberts is not supposed to be, you know, going downfield with Rashad Bateman but he should be getting an angle on him to force him back to the inside. And I mean, there were several plays today that when things were wide open, it was because of a Landon Roberts, that 75 yard touchdown run from Lamar Jackson. You watch that on film. That's a Landon Roberts and he just can't do it. I mean, if, if, if it's not third and fourth and one, the guy can't play. And we've we've talked about this with Landon Roberts before. He's a guesser. He's a guesser, and he goes a 1,000 miles per hour towards where his guess was. Um, and sometimes you're making a stop on third or fourth and one. Sometimes you're leaving a big, giant, gaping hole for, I don't know, Lamar Jackson to race 76 yards through. It's, it, it's goofy to me. And the other goofy thing to me as well, was it felt like they were trying a little bit too hard to play every linebacker they have with Channing Tindall out. Um, you know, Jerome Baker, I felt like they put him out of position trying to get a little too cute on defense, especially in the first half. I think they had Duke Riley. And while he did have a big stop in his very limited action, um, Sam uh, Eguavon also like use, use your guys, use your guys, play your game. Like, don't outsmart yourself as far as that goes on defense. And I think they did a little more of it in the first half than they did in the second half. Yeah, linebacker, off-ball linebacker has always been the Dolphins' weak point heading into the season. I mean, it's 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 not a massive weak point, but if there's one position that you have to look at, it's definitely that linebacker position. But defensive back, um. I've got to look more closely at um, a couple of plays that happened with Xavier Howard because I I tend to believe that Xavier Howard is a phenomenal player. Um, you tend to be right. Yeah, I mean, but a, a a phenomenal player can also have off day or an off play here and there. Like he's going to allow a play once in a while, and that was a speedy ass receiver. Uh, and, and the unfortunate thing is, uh, I want to say, was it Duvernay? 
on that play? Uh, no, that was uh, uh, Rashad Bateman on that 75-yard oh, touchdown. Yeah, I mean, Bate- Bateman on a 40-yard straight-line dash is faster than Xavier Howard. Um, once he gets away from him, X is probably not going to catch up. I mean, that's 4-5 versus what, 4-3.5? Yeah, I, 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 I don't mean to you know, split hairs here, but it, Rashad Bateman, four catches, 108 yards and a touchdown. One of them was a 75 yard touchdown. Was that Howard's fault or was that somebody else's fault? Um, I think yeah, he's probably that's, expecting safety help, but that's not a play he'll normally let up at least in that short area. Um, I yeah. Mean, and, oh, he almost, 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 yes. almost, yes, I know. Put the game away. Um, but Dolphins actually, before, down. We, before, before we talk Dolphins too much about down. the corners, yeah. Before you, 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 you mentioned off-ball linebackers, but we didn't. Re, did, or were we including them in that front seven grade? Um. Yes. Okay. So I'll, I'll give my front seven grade. I'm going to go with a C plus. All right. I'm going to go we with a C minus. A I'm going to go with a C minus. Um. And defensive back, I expect more. Um. And I'm looking for more when Byron Jones returns in two weeks. Hopefully the Dolphins are going to be three and one at that point. Um, you know, I'm going to go with a D plus. I don't think I'm going to go with a D plus, but I'm going to go with a C minus here. I think Brandon Jones had one of his worst days as a Dolphin. Javon Holland didn't make as many plays as we're accustomed to with him. Um, Xavier Howard did let up that big play. Nick Needham wasn't great. Uh, Cater Coe, who I thought was, was decent. Um, Eric Rowe was okay-ish. Um, and Keon Cross, and I thought, looked, looked the part when he got in the game. But, yeah, it, it's, it wasn't good enough from the secondary. But, again, it's – man, we won the damn game. Let's get past the secondary here. No, I mean, the secondary is good. And it, this is a weird type of offense to play. I mean, what, when you're basically paying, playing a wildcat type of offense. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different, you know? So I'm okay with, uh, with my grade on it, but I, I, I also can't, you know, when you're talking about 21 for 29, 318 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. And also, you know, that quarterback also runs for 119 yards. I can't give them higher than a D plus. I can't do yeah, it. And, and somebody brought up Eric Rowe. Eric Rowe wasn't on the field for every snap. But again, Mark Andrews did have a, a pretty good day. But I think they, I, I mean, Mark Andrews is a phenomenal tight end. But I think they started playing the, all right, let's see if 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 they if Mark Andrews can be the, can beat us. Like, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you have to sometimes make those decisions. Like, we're gonna let Mark Andrews get a little bit um, to prevent other things. So in that case, like, yeah, Eric Rowe did okay on Andrews when he was in, but Andrews did have 109 yards receiving. You're gonna see a lot of that in a shootout game like this one was. Yep. Uh, special teams, really good. From uh, the Dolphins punter. Thomas Morstead, yep. Thomas Morstead Tom- did have a good day. Jason Sanders was all right. But, again, 
that huge, huge, huge momentum swing early on brings this grade down drastically uh, when you allow that opening kickoff return for a touchdown, even though they buttoned it up a little bit after that fact. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, of course. And, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So we got to go, we got to go with a D plus here for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I actually, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to match you on the D plus uh, Morstead. Yes. Uh, this is uh, a grade Morstead and, and Sanders don't deserve, but it's a D plus. Uh, yeah. That if it, because nothing else happened, nothing, nothing else happened on the, uh, uh, on special teams other than Devin Duvernay taking it back to the house. But Morstead is a stud. I mean, he punted the ball twice, one inside the uh, 20 yard line and the other one, a long punt. Um, so he's a stud and, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. So as far as player of the game goes, Kat, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion who you're going to say, but who you got for your player of the game for the Dolphins? There are so many to choose from here. Um, for the first time in the history of this podcast, I'm going to go with Tua Tungavaloa. All right. Since you went with Tua, I am going to do something different for the first time in, in, in my history of this, with this podcast. And I'm going to go with the new record holders and i say holders plural and i'm going to give co-mvp to tyreek hill and jalen waddle because the two of them combined holy crap they had a day i mean it, it was a record-setting day and they're they are the sole wide receiver tandem in nfl history as i pointed out earlier with 11 plus receptions 150 plus yards and two touchdowns apiece between them um it's utterly i mean that's an utterly ridiculous amazing day from that wide receiver tandem that we looked at last week and said wow they did pretty good and then this week it's it's literally you know the two of them combined for over 360 yards four touchdowns and 22 receptions i believe it was off the top of my head yes like, 22 receptions wow. and Typically, I would not care for you pairing uh, the player of the game, but this is called for here. Yeah, you because can, you can't separate because it. of what the Dolphins. That's, I mean, that's the reason they won the game. That's the it be they they came back from uh, three touchdowns down for the first time in NF. It be over the last thirteen years. Because of Jalen Waddle and because of Tyreek Hill. And Tua did it too. Here, let's go. WCW belt. We're putting it on the shoulder here. Yes. Right. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, so Cat. Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. 470 something yards passing. I love it. I love every freaking second of it. My Sunday ticket blurted out. I love it. I love it. Look, Sunday ticket was, was looking out for you, Kat. They said, well, we don't want you to get too angry here. We're just going to turn off this little part here while the Dolphins are losing, and we'll come back on in time for you to watch the comeback. That's what they said today. 
I, that was i think it was a direct memo from uh direct tv on that one let's uh, go let's go and next <laughs> week next week we're going to beat the buffalo bills too we're going to beat the buffalo bills yes let's do it let's uh, do it wait 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 we got another thing we got to do here and it, it brings us down a level but since you're in cut a promo mode who's your coke bus player today cat coke bus player landon roberts i blame him partially i blame him for a lot of plays but he should have forced the receiver back to the inside rashad bateman and um he didn't it, it it's it's it, it's really hard with him because he's the best player in the nfl on third and one you know but he's such a liability in the passing game that I, I, I just can't get over it. And this game really hurt his reputation. The Terrell Buckley linebackers, baby Terrell Buckley yeah. linebackers. I don't That's hate right. it. I don't hate that pick. Um, for me, this is, this is, this is kind of a tough one today. I'm going to actually go with Cedric Wilson. Cause while everybody else got in on the party and I know he was nursing an injury, Cedric did exactly nothing, but sit out there as a decoy occasionally in the slot um, or split out like zero on a day that Tua Tunga Bahaloa gets 469 yards and is showing so much affection to two individuals. There's Cedric Wilson just standing there unable to get open. I don't recall seeing him open all day, not once. And he wasn't drawing the best corners on an injury depleted secondary. Like River Craycraft got in on the action. Trent Sherfield got in on the action. Cedric Wilson. Where the hell are you, dude? Yeah. This was the game for Cedric Wilson to make plays because, uh, Nickelback, uh, Brandon Stevens was unexpectedly not a player that practiced all week and wasn't in the game. Kyle Fuller played 80 of 84 snaps of the Ravens this past week and did not play any in this game because he went on IR. Um, this was a game for Cedric Wilson to come in and at least miss, make a couple of catches, and he did not. Yeah. So say but let's not take away what's going to happen here next week the dolphins you got to give me a let me tell you brother like or something the dolphins are going to beat the buffalo bills come on <laughs> it seems like a buffalo bills type of loss <laughs> i'm going to say 38 21 dolphins two or throw us for another six touchdowns Oh, I love it. I love it, Kat. For me, I am going to go. I think Miami can pull this out. 31-27. It is going to be a shootout in this one. This may change drastically after the Bills play tomorrow night because, as San Francisco can tell you, you can lose your your starting quarterback at any time for the year. Um, But, again, let's let's not take away from the party of today right now. Let's talk. Let's, 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 let's enjoy – 
this win, Dolphins fans. See, if you're up I, in New England like me, wander around with your Dolphins stuff on tomorrow. Wave to all your Patriots friends. You know, it's see, I want to make it clear though, too. I'm not a fan. When the Dolphins, though, go two and out against two quality opponents, against the Patriots and against the Ravens, and they come back the way they did today. And, and the quarterback that has to prove something throws for six touchdowns and almost 500 yards. Yeah, you're damn right. I get excited. That's the only time I get excited. And that's going to do it for our breakdown of the Ravens versus the Dolphins here today because the Dolphins won. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, and the Fan Senate Network and finfanatic.com. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it's on the fin side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.